Thank you very much Steve for leading tonight. I trust and pray that as we look into God's word it may be a time of blessing. Shall we just bow in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father we pray that you will speak to us through your precious word. We pray dear Heavenly Father once again tonight we may not hear man expressing views, opinions, ideas or thoughts but we each one tonight may hear you speaking to us as individuals. We may know it is your spirit that speaks to us. Lord, speak we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to look again tonight at Hebrews chapter 10 and verses 19 to 25 and call this message tonight Walking Together with the Lord. Walking together with the Lord as we look into this uh, chapter the writer here has been reminding the Christians that the old ways had now finished with the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ the ceremonial law animal sacrifices the priesthood all these things have now finished they are all but a shadow of better things to come and the better things to come was in fact the Lord Jesus Christ who stepped down from heaven's glory to earth to become a man that he might live a perfect sinless life and die that perfect death upon Calvary to bring men and women into a relationship with his father a new way to God is through the Lord Jesus Christ we can now come direct uh, to God the father by the new way and that new way is Jesus Christ the new way but it is not only a new way it is a living way because the Lord Jesus Christ our high priest our saviour is seated in heaven above to mediate on our behalf with these wonderful truths we can come to God in confidence knowing he will accept us because of Jesus Christ as Romans chapter 5 verse 2 reminds us we have access to God by faith into this grace in which we stand as God's people uh, Charles Wesley in one of him, his hymns puts it like this he ever lives above for me to intercede his all redeeming love his precious blood to plead his blood atone for every race and sprinkles now the throne of grace the father hears him pray his dear anointed one he cannot turn away the presence of his son his spirit answers to the blood and tells me I am born of God the emphasis here on these verses in Hebrews is on togetherness togetherness on oneness on unity the true church of Jesus Christ is not a group of individuals that come together to do their own thing or to express their own views and opinions but the church of God is are made up of men and women saved by grace 
washed in the precious blood of the crucified Saviour. All believers are brought into one body of Christ, the church. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. We are members of the same body. 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 1 and also in Romans 12. One in Christ, different but we belong to one body we belong to one family Paul reminds us in Galatians chapter 6 we are the sheep of the same flock Hebrews chapter 13 and Acts chapter 20 we are citizens of the same kingdom Philippians 3 20 we are together a chosen race we are a royal priesthood We are a holy nation, Peter reminds us in his first epistle, chapter 2, verses 9 to 10. We are one in the Lord. And the Lord Jesus Christ himself, in his great prayer in John chapter 17, he prayed that his people might be one. As he said, that they, Father, would be one as we are one. We come together as one. We come together to worship the Lord. We come together to work for the Lord. We come together to witness for the Lord. We come together to wait upon the Lord. And as we look into God's word, we see that the early church set for us an example on these things. The writer of Hebrews reminds the people of God, of their oneness in the Lord. Their oneness in the Lord. Not only did he remind the church then, but this word comes to us tonight, we are one in Jesus Christ. And as we look at these verses, the writer emphasises this great truth, our oneness in Jesus you look at verse 22, it says, let us draw near to God. In verse 23, it says, let us hold fast to our faith. In verse 24, let us help each other or consider one another. Verse 25, let us not give up. And in verse 25 again, let us encourage one another together. So as we look at verse 22, it says, Let us draw near to God with a true and sincere heart. This is the condition, that we come with a true heart. For God hates hypocrisy, he hates falsehood, he hates deceit. The psalmist said in Psalm 51 verse 6, Behold thou desirest truth in the inward parts. The way to come to God we are reminded in Psalm 24 he that hath clean hands and a pure heart who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully but we can come we can draw near to God when we have experienced the cleansing by the precious blood of Christ on our repentance of sin Verse 22 tells us when we have a clean heart, a clean mind and a clean body. The sins of the past have been cleansed and forgiven when we repented of our sin. But as we all know as Christians from time to time we still sin. 
But John reminds us in his epistle of, the, of this very fact. He says, My little children, if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He says, And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins, to cleanse us from all righteousness. As born again believers, we must go daily to a God to confess our sins because we need daily cleansing. And if we come in confession, our God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse. You go back and look at Daniel chapter 9 verse 9. The Lord, we read, The Lord our God is merciful and forgiving. And even though we have rebelled against us, he will forgive those who repent so we come in full assurance of faith accepted by God in Christ our great high priest in verse 23 it says let us hold fast hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering the writer of this letter was warning his readers of the danger of forsaking their new found faith in God through Christ he realised that some were going astray they were no longer walking in the new and living way which Jesus Christ had provided some were going back to old ways to old customs to the old covenant worship he reminded them in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 12 of this very fact it's so easy to slip back so easy to slip back into old ways it's so easy to drift from those truths so easy to slip from the place where we once stood for Christ as he warned them he is saying hold fast and he said to us hold fast don't let these things slip the writer is not saying hold on to your salvation because as a believer we are secure in Jesus Christ. Chapter 7 verse 25 of Hebrews he said wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that comes to God. He saves completely and forever. We are his for time and eternity. He's not talking about that. In John chapter 10 verse 28 we have these wonderful words. Jesus said, I give them eternal life. They shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand or out of my Father's hand. If you are a believer tonight, you are doubly secure in the hand of Christ and in the hand of his Father. Let us hold fast that faith of our profession. In the Greek, that word faith is changed to hope. Let us hold fast that hope that we have. In the dictionary it says hope is a feeling of expectation. Or as one writer has put it, hope is the biblical shorthand for unconditional certainties. We are not, as believers, clinging to mere possibilities. 
We are not clinging to ifs and buts but we have a happy confidence in the expectation of the promises of the living God. You look in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 we have a good hope through grace. In Titus 2, 13 we have a blessed hope that blessed hope is the coming again of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Hebrews chapter 7, Jesus gives to his people a better hope. In 1 Peter 1, 3, we have a living hope because Jesus rose from the dead. Our hope is in one who is alive. In Titus 1, 2, we have a happy hope because it is eternal. The crown upon which the believer's hope is based is in Christ. We read in Galatians 1.27 Christ in you, the hope of glory. The believer's hope is fixed on Christ. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Let us hold fast to what God has given us. He has given us new life through Christ. He has given us a new way to approach him and he has given to us a new hope. 23 reminds us that the one who made these promises is faithful. God is a faithful God and he keeps the promises that he makes. And we can sing and know it is true that every promise in the book is mine every chapter, every verse every line, every promise in the book is mine Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would come come and live in his people come and live in the hearts of believers to help them live the life that Jesus would have them live the Holy Spirit came the Holy Spirit is with us today the Holy Spirit dwells within our hearts if we are believers let us hold fast to these truths about the Lord Jesus Christ our Saviour our High Priest our Lord our King and our Friend let us consider one another verse 24 let us consider let us spur one another unto love and good works This letter was written to Jewish Christians. Some of these Jewish Christians at this particular time were not very happy. They were not very happy because God, by the preaching of his word, was bringing Gentiles into the church. The Jews were saying, we are the children of Abraham. We are the chosen ones. God chose us first. Why is he bringing these Gentiles in? pride was creeping into their hearts the writer was trying to correct this by reminding them that we are all one in Christ Jesus Jew or Gentile there is there a lesson for us all that we are one in Christ whoever we are what nation we come from what colour our skin we are one I was I was reminded of this many years ago when I was having wrong thoughts about a a brother in Christ. And I was reminded by God's Holy Spirit which said to me, Christ died for him as well as you. 
Christ died for him as well as you. And those words often come back to me when I begin to think wrongly of brothers and sisters. Christ died for them. It challenges us as a fellowship here. Will we be ready to welcome in those God sorry, will we be ready to welcome in those God is going to bring into our fellowship in the coming days, which he will? Will we be ready to welcome them, to help them and to encourage them along the way? Let us consider one another in the light of this fact. Christ loved and gave himself. He gave himself for our brothers and sisters. We read in Psalm 41 verse 1 Blessed is he that considereth the weak. To consider others means that we look away from self. There are many needs in the church today. There are sad people. There are lonely people. There are weary people. There are discouraged people. Let us consider them together. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross considered the needs of others there hanging upon the cross in his suffering, his agony his pain of body, mind and spirit he considered others he looked down from the cross and he saw his mother he looked down from the cross and he saw his disciples he was concerned for them and he expressed that concern but more than that he looked down he saw his enemies and he had a concern for them. Let us consider one another. There are people who are praying to God in their hours of need and sorrow and distress. We may be the channel God is moving to help those needy people. We read in 1 Thessalonians 2 As apostles of Christ we, ca- we could have been a burden to you but we were gentle among you like a mother caring for her little children. We loved you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God but our lives as well. To share ourselves with our brothers and our sisters God sends out his church to help there was a lonely woman who came to a well to draw water and who was there? the Lord Jesus Christ he was waiting there to talk to her and to help her again it challenges us as God's people are we waiting there ready to help those in need am I where in that position where someone needs a helping hand are we as a people are we there in that position with a listening ear for someone to unburden their hearts and there are some 
Are we there with a word of comfort for someone who is sad today? Are we there giving our shoulder for someone to lean upon who needs our support? Are we prepared to give that shoulder even for someone to weep upon? Are we there to give an instruction from God's word to someone who needs help and guidance? As a people, have we a caring heart for those in need? Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9 says, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we not faint. As we have therefore opportunity let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Let us consider one another. Why? As we help our brothers and sisters, it will help them in future days in turn to help someone else. Love in action. Spur one another on to good works in love for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ our Saviour. Jesus himself said, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We read in Matthew 25, then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. And the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry? and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink when did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and we clothed you when did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you and the king replied I tell you the truth whatsoever you did for one of these the least of these brethren of brothers of mine you did it for me let us consider one another and in verse 25 there is a warning not to isolate oneself verse 25 let us not give up meeting together not, let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together let us not give up it is very important that the people of God meet together regularly one for worship to offer up our praise and our prayers to God together worshipping God together we read in Acts 2 as a fellowship of believers they were all one in one place in Acts chapter 12 we have the church at prayer they were together in prayer in Hebrews 13 we read through Jesus therefore let us together continue to offer to God a sacrifice of praise we meet together to worship we meet together for instruction 
and that instruction comes from the word of God it's good to be together as the word of God is opened up to us by his Holy Spirit using man as his mouthpiece it's good to hear the word of God read it's good to hear the word of God expounded remember the Lord Jesus Christ when he walked this earth he went to the synagogue on a Sabbath day and what did he do? he opened up the word of God he read the word of God to the people and we have incidents in God's word of how his people stood up and preached Peter after Pentecost preached that tremendous sermon to the people round about Paul preached at Antioch he preached at Damascus Acts chapter 11 Stephen preaching we meet together to worship we meet together uh, to study God's word and be instructed uh, from that precious word we meet together to encourage one another in the things of God as we have already mentioned Peter said you are a chosen generation you have been called out you are set apart you are a new nation which includes Jew and Gentile, those saved by the grace of God. We are a royal priesthood. He said, therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. The way is open for all his children to come. We are a privileged people. We have a passport to heaven, sealed by Christ, and he sealed it with his precious perfect blood that flowed so free from Calvary is your passport stamped by Christ that you are sure of your entry into heaven let us encourage one another because he gives to us a song to sing a new song as we are marching to glory in preparation for that great song that we shall sing in heaven above 1 Revelations chapter 5 uh, Revelations 1 verse 5 to 6 we are told to Jesus who washed us from our sins in Revelation chapter 14 we are reminded no man could sing that song but the redeemed of the earth that would be tremendous to stand in the great choirs of heaven singing praises to our Father we are to encourage one another by meeting together in the Lord's house we encourage one another by talking to each other by helping each other a word of welcome a word of thanks just to be in God's house is an encouragement as we look across the church and see so and so and so it encourages our hearts as we see other brothers and sisters coming into the house of God to worship him and to meditate upon his word for me Sunday is a day to look forward to to be with the Lord's people so let us encourage each other in the Lord also in faith and hope and love as we look forward to that great day when Jesus Christ will come let us draw near to God with a true heart together let us hold fast our confession of faith or hope together let us consider one another together let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together
let us encourage one another together unity is strength